Okay, uh, we are speaking about Parshat Yisroi. And there is an immense sugya showing up in Parshat Yisroi, which is a sugya which um, is like a defining sugya of the Jewish nation. It's for sure it is because we are Matsuba Boise. But it's always a question, what does the Tzibui do to us? What is the the outcome of that Tzibui? So the Parashat Yisrael shows us that the Tzibui from the Beroilo of those Ten Commandments, what he told us to do, the outcome is that we are entering a world which much more refined senses than beforehand. Because just after the Aserza Dibras, after this Aserza Dibras, the Beroilom says, you shouldn't go with steps on the Mizbeach, and you shouldn't take an iron a tool to make the Mizbeach smooth, and you should not make an additional Kruvim in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Shem Shomai. So those are three things. But the reason for those three things is when you go with steps up to the, on the Mizbeach, that's like Gilu Arayas. That's what it says in the Torah. And when you go and take a piece of Barzel, a piece of iron, and you put it over the Mizbeach, so that's like a, a smell of Retziche. It's like Loisirzach. And when you are uh, putting an additional groove in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, even when you do it in B'lishem Shumayim, for the glory of Hashem, when you do that, that is Avodah Zorah. So you see there are the three major Averas, which the Klarisol has, those Averas which are unfathomable, you should make them, because they are Yehorik Valiavol, that is not, you can't even think about going for that. Those three Averas, they become much more refined. What has this to do with uh, with Gilu Arayas? Gilu Arayas means a very clearly fine thing. No, it's not. So this is that the Torah wants that you are uh, you are developing a sense, a hush for what the Torah wants. It's not only that you are ob- ob- obeying the commandments, you should have a chush. And this chush is central to Yiddishkeit. That's central. Because that makes your world Jewish. It doesn't only make your obedience Jewish, it makes your world Jewish. Because it means it's your own feeling but it's a feeling according to the Torah. But it's your own feeling. You have a certain Torah You have something Torah in you which gives you the clarity or the feeling that that's the right thing to do. So it's a very difficult thing to say and very dangerous what I will say now and I will define it afterwards. In English, you would say it's like 
the gist of the law. Yeah? So that's a very dangerous expression. Why is it dangerous? Because when you speak about the gist of the law, it always means that you are referring to some, somehow to a, to a feeling which was existing before you were obligated. I already always thought that it is a great thing that you should uh, honor your neighbor. And then the Torah says you have to, oh, that is the gist of the law, you know. So you are entering the Torah with your assumptions which were there beforehand. And the Torah is only able to give a kosher sample for your beforehand, for your, for the, your already existing feelings. Now that's not true. The Torah has an entirely other world of Hush, because the Torah is a different world. For example, in these three Averas, you would never say, ah, the gist of Loisirzach means you may not put a iron tool by building a Mizbeach. Ah, was Or the gist of Loisinav, which is Kiriyarayas, then you would say is you shouldn't go with steps on the Mizbeach. You are exaggerating. That's nothing to do one with the other. But we are obligated to do that. Where do I see it? I see it from an entirely other parasha. That's a parasha Shlach Lecho. When, the, when those spies, the Meraglim, were sent. So just beforehand, Miriam got Tzoras because she spoke Loshen Hora on Moshe. And now the Meraglim would have to understand when they saw that you can't speak Loshen Hora on Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to understand that you can't speak Loshen Hora on Eretz Yisrael too. No, no, they didn't know that nothing to one with the other. Because the Gemara says the other way around. The Gemara says, do you want to see how severe Loshnori is? You see it from the Meraglim. Whenever someone which speaks only about stones and wood gets such a punishment, someone which speaks about the person, for sure he'll get a big punishment. So you learn from Eretz Yisrael, you learn that you shouldn't speak Loshnori about the person. But they saw only that Miriam spoke about the person. And what per, what the person? Miriam spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu. And from there, they should understand that you shouldn't speak Loshnor about the Eitzim Vavonim, about the wood and the stone. Why? No. No, that's not the gist of the law. No. What are you called? Roshe. They were Roshoim. So you are called a Roshim when you don't do that. Hmm. Problem, huh? It's a problem. But you have to have a way to create a world in Torah which is not a world which is 
forced. Mugrach, you should call that in learning. Mugrach means we are today in Torah very, very versatile in the ability to understand what is the consequent, the, the, the straightforward and tight, uh, airtight thinking that when it is like this, then have a really airtight argument that it should be the other thing too. That is the way we learn the whole day. Our approach to Torah mostly is thinking about things which are inevitable. You know, muchach. That's what we are doing the whole day. When you're learning yeshiva, then that's what you are doing. You are learning a sugya, and then you go and you think, what are the consequences of that? And you bring a raya from Toysvers, you bring a raya from Rashi, you have another reason, you look up the tour, you have a raya from here, you have a raya from there. But for the way I am telling you to think, there is intrinsically no raya available. You have to think broader. You can't think in this, in this very forced way, you know, in this logical forced way. You can't do that because there's no logical way from Moshe Rabbeinu and the Moloch Nor and Moshe Rabbeinu to reach stones and wood. There's no logical way. The logical way goes the opposite way around. When you see someone which spoke about stones and wood gets a, such a harsh punishment, the logic is, or the ontologic, when you would say, is when you'll speak about the Tselem Elohim or about a human being, it will be much more severe. So that's the logical way, this way. But we are having to go in that way, otherwise we are Rosher. So how, how can you do that? We have to learn from Loisinav that, uh, that you should not make Yiruarayas. We have to learn. Ah, you can't go with steps on the Mizbeach because you lift up your leg too much. No, not for me. That's not for me. This is the challenge. Yeah? Now, uh, this is a very central piece in Judaism. It's a very central piece. And uh, I have to say that because um, no, I I already didn't say a word on Friday morning by me because of my good friend which passed away suddenly in the middle of the day. He was speaking. I gave a gave a shear, went to sleep, didn't get up. How it was, and it was uh, the really best friend of mine. Really, it means. It would be legitimate to say that I will not say any shiurim now for this week. That would be a that would be a legitimate reaction. But uh, I don't know why I don't have this reaction. I should have it perhaps, but I don't. But I have for sure a reaction that I have to speak about such a friend. But he was very different than me. He was a Belzechosit. He was uh, came from a unbelievable from family, educated till I don't know where. And he was leading his Shabbos table when I would lead my Shabbos table the way he would lead. He was leading. I, I, my children would look at me that I, I lost my mind. You know, you know, it's a malchus. And it's, a, and it's a, only the, you make like this and things are happening. And then you make like that and things are happening. That was unbelievable, you know. 
I make like this, nothing happens. I make like that, nothing at all happens. You know, this doesn't work. You know, it was the very, very best friend you can't imagine. You cannot imagine. I will not tell you. That's not our my point to tell you stories. But it was, it was, it, it was my best friend. Yeah? Why? I am coming from entirely other background. Because I am about Truva and all these things, you know. Entirely other background. So why is he the best friend? Because he was a Jewish person. He wasn't a halochenik. No. He was a Jewish person. He was living in a world of being a Jew. And there was the biggest connection. I saw my own things reflecting by him in a very Jewish way. There I was connected. Yeah? It was not, but I'm obligated, and kach kabalti merabaisai, and kach said, no, 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 that's what was the point. It was the point, he was living in a Jewish world. I'm also living in a world, you know, those feelings, and those, those, um, those, Problems I also live with, but then I saw in him a person which I can connect to the way he lives in his world as a 100% Jew. That was my pinpoint on him. He is a 100% Jewish person. That's what he was. He was, there was no, there was no other ingredient there, you know. He didn't have this culture, um, uh, war, I have myself. Because I'm coming from another background, so I myself not really a culture war. Halavite would be a war, but I have the culture issue, you know. As I have a culture issue that I have, uh, I, 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 I think like this, and I think like that, and I, uh, is it right to think like this? Is it right to think like that? So, that's why he didn't have that at all. Nothing. Gurnisht. So, he's very strange. No, he's not strange. Because he, 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 he lives a Jewish life. That's nearly done today. Today, you are obeying a Jewish way of living. It's obedience. No. No, that is not. It was life. It was this unbelievable life, which was including all these different but they were in a very Jewish way. So now that's the challenge. How do we do that? So it's not only my friend which passed away. It is an obligation for every one of us. We have to live a Jewish life. Yeah? That means otherwise we are Roshoim. I am a Jerosha. Without that I am a Rosha. I, I, I don't take Muso. I have to take, I have to take, uh, Muso. Like I, that means I have to, to make that, it should speak to me something like this. So this is very strange to us, or very, we don't know how to do it. And we are, it's knowing that what I assume, we are it's knowing that we have to do that. Because without such an approach, we can't really be Maminim, you know, and our children or ourselves, we can't really develop an Emune. Because the whole point of Emune is 
how the world speaks to me. The Bereulam wants me. The, the world speaks to me. That's the whole point of Emune. The whole point of Emune is it has to be included. Emune is not an obligation. You can't, I can't say you are obligated to handle the situation in this way because you are a Maimin. No. Emune doesn't create obligations. Emune creates a world. And he creates a world of a Jew where he sees the Beroilom speaking to him, reacting with him, interaction, interacting with him. That's what he sees. That's the way he approaches his world. But it has to be a Jewish world. So how do we do that? So that's the problem. The big problem is that you have to do that in a way which the Torah creates this. Okay? It's a big problem. The Torah has to create that. Not that the Torah is um, giving an affirmation to a feeling which I had already beforehand. No. The Torah has to create that. This is a big problem when you learn Tanakh. I don't know. Perhaps over here I don't now see that. Over here perhaps there are teachers in Beis Yankov too. I don't know. Could be. You know, I don't know how, how it is. Whether yes or not. But when you are dealing with Tanakh, it's a, it's, it's a thing which I don't know how to deal with that. I will not now give a sheer on that, but I know how to deal with that. Those parshas in Tanakh, which are very, very against our way of, 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 um, living and thinking about a human being. They are very against, really diametrically against. You know this killing and this uh, this mechias amolek, and you know, and you take agog, agog which is in chains, he can't move, and then Shmuel, the biggest man of which was ever living since Moshe Aaron, he takes a knife of avatiach of where you take these little things out of a melon and he takes such a melon knife and he takes out one after the other kazais from this living agog. You like that? No. You want it to be, to be there, not to do it. To be there. No, 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 no. Shkoyach, you know. I will be home, you know. I will not look at this absolutely unbelievable. No, that's the way you have to deal with Agog. No, 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 no. I have a gist of Teure is against that. My understanding of the general principle of Teure is not like Shmuel. I will bend in front of you with big respect and I will wa- I will show you the door and please Taylor thinks a different way than you. Okay, that's a problem, huh? So I won't go into that, but you see there's a problematic thing that we have to do something about that, that Taylor should tell us what is this feeling. Yeah, I think it's a clear problem. So that's the way you run into a wall, you know. So what do you do now? 
<laughs> now you wait for Leichter that he should find a way out of this fall, you know, or put out something of his hat. Now I don't, I, I take one thing out of my hat now, it is not out of my hat, only I want to tell you something which will be very challenging for you. Very. Extremely challenging. But extremely. My opinion is, took me a little bit of thought process, but I think more and more my opinion is that this split between Seichel and Regesh stems from non-Jews. The Torah doesn't look at this like this. The Torah does not look at our Regesh and the Seichel as two entities. No. Torah looks at all at, as one thing. And this is a big, big thing. A big, a big thing. That basically the Seichel and the Regesh are connected. They're the same thing. You know it from, from those base Shammai, base Hillel. Why they had a base Shammai and base Hillel? Because their Koychas and Nefesh were similar and that made them think in a similar way. Yeah? So the Koychas and Nefesh and the thinking is very connected. All over the place it's connected. That's the way Torah looks. Torah doesn't look as they are to look cold and there is this warm inside uh, uh, emotional thing. I don't tell you it's a Victoria, Victorian distortion of the Western civilization. This I don't tell you. But there is something going on like this. That you think the intellect is intellect. So then you come like this. Let's say, I will learn now. Rabbi Soel says you should learn like this. learned like this. also learned like this. And perhaps that's why the Chazanish said that you have to learn Halacha. Let's say, in order to be metak in your midis. That's right? Could be. So, I will, let's say I learn aloha. I learn aloha. And there, the aloha tells me, mukze, that I have to be caring about mukze. Learning. They are heterim first, perhaps. I don't know the aloha, you know. The way the aloha said, the way the memory said in the Gemara. Before the Havamina, or the, before it comes in, there is, there is other heterim. Then the Etzin Dalacha would say that you have to uh, keep the Muktze, and when you lose $10,000, you still have to keep the Muktze. Yeah? You will lose $10,000, but you can't be transgressing Hilchas Muktze. Let's say. Good. That's what is the Dalacha Betzin. There's no hetter of Hefset Marube, you know. Uh, okay, so so uh, so so there's no there, there's no um, the hetter of 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 Hefset Marube. Okay, so now I have to learn the halacha and I have to see and think. I have to think. How does that feel when I lose $10,000? The Yetzirah doesn't want that, you know? Yetzirah, or any Yetzirah doesn't want that. I have to grab on to my securities. It will, it is, my, 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 my life depends on that. 
or my future depends on that. Or it is like this, this, all these things come up when I think, think about that, that I have to lose. So it is impossible. It's impossible for me. But I have to do it. So what do you say? So you have to obey. That's right. Please, just ignore your feelings and just do what you are told to do. That is our approach. And this approach is wrong. Because this approach will never create a chush in Torah. This approach will will create obedience to Torah, but not a chush. You will not have another sense because of that. You will only be an obedient guy. I don't know. Obedience is a big thing. I tell you. Even I tell you that. Obedience is a big thing. It is. I don't know whether... I, I don't know. Now Betsy had laughed, you know. Perhaps you think I'm not so obedient. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Obe- but I'm very obedient. That's why I begin 7.30, you know. Otherwise, I won't begin 7.30. I would do 7.45, 7.40, till the rabbi is coming in. You'll take time. No, 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 I'm very obedient guy. I'm very in favor of obedience. But when you only take obedience, you'll never get a hush. You have to say, this Shabbos, which has to be muchen, this Indian, that Shabbos has to be muchen, this feeling of Shabbos can only be what's already there, this covet or this Kedusha Shabbos, when you want to do that, is stronger than those feeling of losing money. That's what you have to work. It's not only you obey. No, the obedience will make you see that the Hergesh of Shabbos, Kodesh, has to be ready, is stronger than this other one. And then you create the Chush. Ah, the Hergesh of Shabbos, Kodesh is so important. And then you can have a Chush also, even in the little details there is such a hergish of Shabbos Kodesh. And then you can expand that and say, okay, when that's the hergish of Shabbos Kodesh, then even in things which are Pialoha Mutter, but I'll try to do that too, that I see this is also included in it, because it's a hergish. And I built the hergish from the Torah. You see? This is what I do. I have to build that. I built the hergish from the Torah. But I can do that only when I learn in a way like the Chaznish. It Again, it could be that the Chaznish is Lashitosoi, that he says you can be uh, fix, you can fix all your problems in Midas when you keep Halacha. Yeah, but that's, you have first to learn the Halacha the way the Chaznish learned the Halacha. And that's the way the Chaznish learned the Halacha. And you look up in the Chazanish, that way he grinds Talach in that way. What will be in this tzir? And what will be in that tzir? And what will be in this case? And what will be in that case? The whole time, the whole time, turning around. And this turning around of what will be in this and that case, that creates you a chush, a feeling that this is important. This is more important and more valuable than the chush I have from the Yetzer or from this grabbing onto Eulamaze. And that's the way you build a feeling 
or a chush in Torah. That's what you have to do. So we have the Matan Torah. So the Matan Torah created a world of tzivuim. We have a lot of obligations, a lot of mitzvahs. And now these tzivuim, they are not only there and speaking to our obedience, they speak also to our midas. How do they speak to the midas? Because when we are looking at these tzivuim, and we are understanding that needs another exp- explanation. I do understand that. <coughs> um, that when we do, when we have this tzivuyim, and they create a certain hergesh by themselves, yeah, <coughs> that's what they do, and then against them there are these hargoshes of Olam Hazen, which won't let that thing happen, then I begin to create within me a world of hergation. And I live a Jewish life. Shabbos is Choshuf. Ben Olam is Choshuf, the way Ben Olam has to be Choshuf, you know? Very important. Very important in a Jewish way. And in a Jewish way, it means what do I see, where do I, where do I put my preferences or things like this in Ben This is a big thing, a Jewish way. And that's the way you create a Jewish world within you. And then this world will include that when it says, that you say, ah, that's a part of not taking a, a, a knife or something out of iron and put on the Mizbeach. Ah, that means you may not make big steps because it's already beginning to be a new. So that is the Torah which puts you in. Yeah? So this has to be explored more, I do understand. But I only want to give a beginning that we are obligated to put that into the into the consciousness of ourselves and of our children. Yeah? So we are over here speaking about Chinuch. There's a whole world of Chinuch, which we today are pushing away with one thing, only obey. And the obedience doesn't create that. Because by the Maraglim, obedience creates, you shouldn't speak about Moshe Rabbeinu. But it doesn't create, you shouldn't speak about about Eitzimamon, uh, about Eretz Yisrael. Why should that do? No, I obey what the Baruch said. He now showed me that you can't speak about the God Lador. Very nice. And that's it. Nothing else included. I don't have to obey anything else. No. It's not a question of obedience. It's a question of that, that, that hush, that smell which you have. Speak about the God Lador. Ah, that's a very bad smell. Speak about the Yisrael. It has the same smell. It's only a little bit less, but it has the same smell. That's what it has to be. Otherwise, you are a Rosha. But you, it's not a question of obedience. It's a question of developing that nose, that Jewish nose. Okay? So that's what I wanted to tell you. Also, a little bit as a, as speaking by my good Chavar, I now take a question and answer. Yaakov, does that mean that the Chazunish is trying to learn the halacha in a Musa way?
I don't know whether he learned in a Muslim He learned it in such a way of practice. Rabbi so- that means he learned it in such a way. And that is what Rabbi Saul said. You have to learn halacha like this. So that's what he learned. That's what I thought. But I'm not sure, you know. I can't know. But I think this is a big issue which we have to think about that. How can we instill in ourselves a chush of Torah and then we build on that emune, we build on that halocha, we build on that, we build on that all this interaction with other people. That's a different world. Yeah? So that's what I wanted to say today for Parshas Yisrael and also for my good friend which passed away. Good. Atkan for today. Hopefully that was good for you. Atkan. Thank you.